Chapter Three of the Rose Child by Johanna Spirey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Third Rose Resley's Trouble. Some days later, it appeared as if a wonderful change had taken place, as if the sorrow mother and Rose Resley had exchanged natures. The woman was sitting with a calm, happy face by her spinning wheel. Then Resley stepped in, looking as troubled as if something had happened which would take away her joyousness for all time. "'What is the matter, Resley? What is the matter?' asked the sorrow mother in alarm. "'I have a hole in my dress,' she cried out in a very fierce tone. "'And at school the children all laughed at me. They ran behind me and kept singing louder and louder, "'Rose Resley, Rose Stock, Rose Resley, hole in your frock!' And at the recollection of the insult, which she had to bear, great tears rolled down resley's cheeks it was not nice of the children to laugh at you perhaps they didn't mean to be so naughty come here resley show me the tear we will mend it said the sorrow mother comfortingly resley stepped up to her and she did not have to hunt long to find the hole for it was very large the kind old woman had the child sit down on a stool brought her thread and needle and began the work immediately but Resley could not forget her trouble at once, and sobbed aloud. "'Be comforted, Resley,' said the sorrow mother kindly. "'Such a trouble shall never happen to you again. I will look at your little frock carefully every evening, and mend every little hole at once. And if you catch it, and it tears, come quickly to me, and I will make it whole right away. Now can you be happy again?' "'Yes, I can be now,' said Resley, quite consoled and she wiped away her tears but i thought every morning i should have another hole and so they would run after me every day and sing behind me rose resley rose stock and so i thought i would never go to school again yes indeed resley you must go that is a law and a good one or else you would never learn anything and you see nobody must run away when trouble comes we must hold still and bear it because the dear Lord always has something to teach us in this way, which we should not learn otherwise. For when we are in the midst of trouble and sorrow, we seek help and comfort from Him, and learn to know Him, and then trust comes into our hearts, because we perceive that we have a Father in heaven, who stands by us and hears when we call. Do you pray to Him, too, Resley? The child thought for a moment. Then she said, Yes, in school what do you pray in school resley began and without taking breath for fear of losing the sound of the words and not be able to go on she said as fast as she could how the morning hour rejoices those that wake and praise the lord thankful hearts and happy voices with his children well accord now i don't know any more the sound of the words had escaped her so she knew no more it is a beautiful little verse but you said it rather too fast resley have you thought what it means? No, I have not, replied Resley. You see, it means that when you awake in the morning, you should think of the dear Lord the first thing, and rejoice, and thank Him for having protected you all through the night. That is the way to pray in the morning. But do you know a little prayer for the evening? No, I don't know any. Then you can only pray from your heart to the dear Lord, and ask Him to forgive you if you have done anything wrong during the day and ask him to help you so that you will not do it again you see resley when we can pray right to the dear lord 
we become quite happy again if i did not do that always i should have died from trouble long ago why asked resli wondering you see i have had cause enough i am so very poor and have hardly enough to live on besides i have a child out in the world a son and i know nothing about him perhaps he is dying in poverty or is already dead and if i did not entrust him to the dear lord every evening as i did in the first hour of his life and say he is thine help him i could never go to sleep on account of my anxiety and grief but when i have prayed so comfort and trust come into my heart i will help you to pray for him said resli that delights me child that delights me if you pray for joseph it will be good for you too that i know and you will need it if you are able to pray aright why asked resli again see my child began the sorrow mother affectionately but a little anxiously your uncle has done wrong and they say that soon his house and land will be taken away from him then you will have to go to strangers and that means much work and few kind words you know nothing about that now and so it will be well if you know the way to the dear lord so that you can tell him all your troubles and find comfort in him then i will come and live with you said resli more pleased than troubled oh you dear child i couldn't take care of you at all something quite different will happen but we will tell the dear lord about it and he will provide for you so now it is all mended said the sorrow mother who while she was talking had looked over the child's little frock carefully and mended it if you need anything again come to me and i will help you resli thanked her politely and ran away with a lightened heart now she would never be laughed at in school again and this assurance delighted resli so much that she quite forgot about the sorrow mother's telling her how perhaps she would have to go to strangers soon and have to do hard work resli did not forget her promise for when she lay down to sleep she prayed quite loud from her heart dear lord do help joseph a long hard winter followed the sorrow mother had to suffer much from the cold but not from hunger as in years before and so she kept what little health she had rose resli was her support and her breadwinner in the late autumn she had seen the sorrow mother with the greatest effort dragging home a little bundle of faggots since then she had gone every day into the forest and found so much wood that the sorrow mother was able to make a fire every day in her little room and cook her bread soup on the little stove every evening after school in spite of cold storm and snow rose resli appeared at the crossway woman's quite a time quite blue from the cold and shivering in every limb although she had been given another dress for the winter it was not very warm and she had only a thin shawl over her neck and shoulders so when the peasant woman saw the child shivering and with her teeth chattering so from the cold she thought she must be suffering from hunger to come running through storm and tempest for the sake of a piece of bread this made her sorry and she cut deep into the loaf so that the piece was even larger than it had ever been in the summer but the child carried it all to the sorrow mother and firmly refused her entreaties to eat half of it herself if resli often went hungry to bed she was glad that the sorrow mother was not in need and prayed dear lord help joseph and went to sleep happy under the sorrow mother's care her little frock remained in good condition all winter long and the school children no longer laughed at her or ridiculed her End of chapter 3